Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast, I'm Tom Barbelay. I wanted to talk a little bit about the death of Fidel Castro. Now, folks listening in may think that Fidel Castro represents, I don't know, a visionary from my particular perspective. It's interesting Castro as a revolutionary, then Castro as a unifying revolutionary, then Castro as a victorious revolutionary, and then Castro as the government. Castro as repression, Castro as imprisoning a wide variety of the folks that he fought with, killing a few of those folk. Just the whole nature of Fidel Castro as a trajectory that completely missed the mark in so many different ways. But someone who represented an opposition to the dominant geopolitical narrative, even up until his death. Now he's died, it's a new world. Again, a familiar theme in some regard. Because I think this offers an ability for the young folk in Cuba to finally reunify. I've been very passionate about the musicians, the Canadian musicians that would go down to Cuba on an annual basis and work with Cuban musicians. The people that I've known that have been Cubans have been of a particular quality, a particular degree of insight, and certainly folks that I would associate with the kind of depth of thought that I would like to have. Honestly, I haven't surrounded myself with Cubans in my life. It's a curious thing. When I meet Cubans, I find them fascinating, but I don't go out of my way to find them. And what I reflect on in particular here is who of the people have I known? Who have I run into? Who have I bumped into that have had some connection associated with Fidel Castro? The closest connection that I've had was an impromptu meeting with a gentleman called Padilla. And his father was a poet. It's one of these curious professions where my mother was a poet for a period of time. And when I find people whose parents were poets or who are poets, they have a distinctly different quality to me because I think there are extraordinary professions. There are curious professions in this world, particularly doing the kind of work that I do. But the profession of being a poet has a unique quality to it. Anyway, Padilla's father was a poet. He was a poet who fought in the revolution, who was part of Castro's inner circle, but who fell out of favour. Castro went through a period where he thought the nature of poets and these kind of intellectuals were fundamentally bourgeois and ultimately would sow seeds of discontent in the population that would probably motivate a second revolution. And his response to this was to imprison and torture a number of the people that he fought with and who participated, in particular if they are academics or poets or these kind of folk. So my perspective associated with Castro is complex. He isn't an individual that represents one thing. He represents a series of ways that you can lose your direction, lose your path in some regard. But at the same point, the experience that he had is a unique experience, the experience associated with being so close to the major superpower and yet representing something which was so far from that. I've had a co-worker who's travelled to Cuba. I've had friends that have travelled to Cuba. It's my dream one day to travel to Cuba. And to travel to a Cuba whether Fidel Castro is there or not, I think is a very interesting and important experience for me that I'll have sometime in my lifetime. My perspective is Cuba could change very dramatically, very quickly. The death of Fidel potentially offers a new wave of diplomacy, interaction, various perspectives. But the nature of terrorism and counterterrorism, the battles that have been waged between the US and Cuba, 
some covertly, some explicitly. These are things that are going to take a long time to heal. And in that light, traveling to Cuba in the near future might be an interesting multi-leveled experience, but I don't know whether it'll be happening anytime soon. Tom Barbalay in San Jose, signing out.